a devastating start. The Hitmen have suddenly unleashed an explosive offensive attack. Desperate teams do desperate things. Boy, business has picked up here for the New York Hitmen. New York has a burst of momentum after a last-second comeback win for Tillman squad smack in the middle of the playoff picture. Wally, back to throw. The pass. The revitalized hitmen will set out to crack Orlando, who will have to go without their star quarterback, Jeff Braun. How frustrating is this for you? Well, you know, you don't want to get hurt, you want to be able to play, and I'm not able to. With their undefeated streak over, an injured Braun will watch from the bench as the Rage look to overthrow the Hitmen. We're throwing something new at them this week. Three and three in the year. Donnie Caldwell is three and one for the hitman. Okay, gentlemen, please go on my whistle. I'll say set, and we'll go. The team that gets the ball has a choice of the choice now or in the second half and pick or receive or defend the goal. Please wait for my whistle. Set. get the jump all day long, Bob, as Scott Clonin get off to a good start, and that's what Orlando hopes to do today. Hello, everybody. Craig Benavini with Bob Golick. Welcome to the XFL on TNN. You talk about a surging club, though. We're going to talk about the Hitmen. They looked like they were going to get whacked three weeks ago. They were 0-3. They weren't playing very exciting football, Bob, but their fortunes have changed since they changed their quarterback. Well, I tell you what, it really has come down to that and a change of attitude. Wally Richardson has become the guy 3-1 right now as a starter, but also awesome offensive philosophy, which has come with Wally, has really opened them up. This team has gone to be a more vertical football team. They're not afraid to throw deep, and they're not afraid to take chances. As Rusty Tillman told us, they'll run some gadget plays. Matter of fact, in the last two weeks, Greg, they have had six different people throw the football. Sometimes successfully, sometimes not successfully, but yet it's opened up that offensive attack for Hey, one thing you can always say, though, Bob, is the trick plays are fun to watch for a fan or somebody watching the game, whether they work out or not. Now, as for Orlando, their quarterback, Jeff Fromm, injured out for the year last week. 
first start today for a guy named Brian Kuplik. For more on that story, down to Kip Lewis. Well, guys, Jeff Brom is not even in the stadium today. He will have surgery on that injured shoulder tomorrow in Birmingham. That means the pressure falls on this guy, Brian Kuklik. What do you have to do to get this team back on track offensively? Uh, we're back on track right now. We had a great week of practice, and uh, we just need to come out here and execute. We're ready, and we're going to ride around the family. Now, what did you guys work on? What was the emphasis this, this week in practice? You guys had a lot of turnovers in last week's game in L.A. Yeah, we had to fight. We had to come back last week. We want to get out into a fast start on New York, and... Uh, you know, hopefully put them away early. All right, let's go over the other sidelines where Lee Rehrman is standing by with Drew Pearson. Drew, it was two weeks ago out in San Francisco that you kind of unleashed the dogs on this offense, uh, turned the season around. Is it tomfoolery that has got this offense turned around for you? Well, I think that's one of the things. Uh, the uh, other thing has to be the development of our quarterback, Wally Richardson. He's getting better and better week in and week out, and the offensive coordinator, Greg Reiner, is having more and more confidence in him to do more and more things. Uh, let me say this. Uh, we wish Jeff Brom, the New York and New Jersey hitman, wish Jeff Brom a successful surgery. Our thoughts and prayers are with you, Jeff. Now, have you told a coach to continue to, to run uh, wide open offense, or have you, have you told him to start to maybe close it down a little bit? Well, coach told me <laughs> that we're going to continue with the <laughs> wide open offense, and uh, we expect to do that. We have some playmakers on our offense, and what we have to do is give them a chance to make plays, and we'll definitely do that today. So when Tillman talks, Drew, Drew Pearson listens. That's right, without <laughs> a doubt. <laughs> Drew Pearson, great wide receiver, the GM, VP of the Hitman. A nice 80-degree day here in Central Florida. Low humidity, which is very rare around these parts. It is getting a little cloudy, and there is a slight chance of rain as we move along today. Leo Aragus has been struggling a bit lately on the field goal kicks. Brian Shea is back deep for Orlando as we get the kickoff to the game. And Shea will grab it at the three-yard line. Brian Shea. He's up to the 20s, by the feet of the 30. Look at Brian Shea go. At the 40, makes a move around by Dante. Brian Shea trying to go the distance. Shea is tackled at the one by Anthony DeCosmo, who came back to get him after a 96-yard return. What a way for that Rage team to start. There you go, Rich. And I'll tell you what, it was the Rage team last week that suffered at the hands of special teams today. They started off and they get field position, put themselves in the shadow of the goal line with that run back, like Shea. All the way down to the one-yard line, Brian Shea, 5'8", 207-pounder out of Emporia State. Has always been fighting the odds, and he sets up the range in great shape here to start it off. There's Clark trying to ram it in. He's got it. Touchdown. The Orlando Rage may have a little chip on their shoulder after taking their first loss a week ago, Bob, but it took them 40 seconds to get rid of that. Like I said, last week the Rage lost their first game against the L.A. Extreme, largely due to the fact that they couldn't play special teams. The L.A. Extreme special teams put the, the Extreme in field position all day long, Wow! and the Rage just couldn't react to it. Well, today, things, at least in the first 40 seconds, have switched around. Rage is 35% on the conversion. That's below the league average of 38%. Kukla trying it. He got it there. Kevin Swain. And that quickly, the Rage has hopped out on front. 7 nothing on the conversion.
off to a great start here at home. 7 zip, 43 seconds in. The LA Extreme, a win tonight guarantees them a playoff spot. Got out of the end zone, touchdown, and guess who? Ricky Brady. Vegas just won't go away. Because if we make this field goal, it's over. The kick is up. And it's good. Kowalski looking to throw to the end zone. He made got him down to that goal line. Butler Bonote trying to return the favor. Reverse the Kirby Dardar. Got a great block as he got up to the 20, skipping to the 27 yard line. Stephen Fisher made the tackle, the return of 25, and the trickery starting right away for Russell Gilman. As I said, there's no way that they're going to sit back after, after having the success that they've had the last couple weeks. They're not going to let a quick touchdown get them down. There you see Bonote. Handle the ball off, quick reverse, and some of the good blocks here, guys getting in their clocks play. Man, you got to keep your head on a swivel, dude. Donnie Caldwell getting the handoff. Well, here's Wally Richardson's first attempt. Look out! He's throwing it to traffic. He's going back. That's a clean play. And Asuka has it after the initial catch by Zola Davis. And it was a great opponent. catch in traffic. Can you believe... They come out and run right away, Craig. Hook and ladder. You see that? Throw the ball off as soon as the receiver catches it. He ladders back to the follow man. Unfortunately, too many men in coverage. Too many rage players in coverage. Too good to work. Got a first down out of it, Bob. I thought it was going to be picked off, but it was thrown by Richardson into a sea of red. No. Richardson, the third most accurate passer in the XFL. While he's throwing it again. And again, he has Davis. This time, he decides to keep it himself. And he's Bangs down near the first down again. Well, let's take a look at that first play, though. The one, the hook and ladder, you can see him. He has to throw it to the one receiver because he's the one in position to make the pitch to Joe Aska. Aska gets the pitch. Unfortunately, the rotate the coverage and the rotate is already four defenders over to that side of the field right there to make the play. Run past 36, 608 block. On one, on one. Ready, sir? Couple of trick plays in a row as advertised from the down men in the white, right. black, and blue. Round Dealing out the black Red and blue the last few weeks in the XFL playing great football. Play action, Richardson. Has some time to buy time and throw. And he's trying to hook up with Dardar. And also Zola Davis is incomplete. One of the guys, too, obviously we've seen Wally Richardson early. Expect to see a little bit more Joe Aska, too. 
not just as a uh, you know as a running back. This guy is actually he's really starting to come on. Uh, as we were told, I, you know, I didn't even realize this. He was touched by this team coming out of training camp, right. but they brought him yeah, back. Right. Really he's getting more productive as a special team, but he's really been having a couple of good games. So watch for Askin the run game. He will be called on for some some heavy duty. Askin number 38. As we told you, here in the games before, blind in his right eye. Over NFL with Oakland. Richardson in traffic, and he's taken down by James Roberson. The big left end makes the sack. His fifth, he leads the team. Nice, nice job of the left team. Wally has thought the last couple passes has had the room to step left and right to avoid the rush. That time, going at the whole middle. Clayton Roberson coming in, Ben Hoffman or something. Right, collapse of the I'm not ready. Now it's a third and 15. Quick kick opportunity. Quick kick. Hey, 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 move. One of the new rules that we're going to see. Move, 48. There it is. Quick kick. Michael Blair. My ball. After 25, it's dropped. But then he gathered by Reggie Dodgers. And Orlando is going to wind up with the football. Bob, the reason for that, the new gun rule, allowing the Flyers to take off. At the job, Pounds, good call! So, some bad blood after the play. And our score here in Orlando is the Rage 7. And the Hitman nothing as we pause for a timeout. Let's take this look at Chicago Enforcer running back LaShawn Johnson, a great example of the U.S. Army's victories. Some kid killed. You're going to get a kid killed. Hey, I'm going to run to catch a puck. By not a five yard halo. He is so. Which one called it? Who called it? Hall obviously arguing that there was not the halo. Well, what they call the danger zone five yard penalty rule. And he could not hang on. That would have been a first-down pickup for Well, I'll tell you what, it can't be, couldn't be any better for Brian Kuflick than how it's starting. Getting out there and scoring right away the way they did. Here he is in his first start. Talk about taking a little pressure off, knowing the team's ahead right off the bat. But whatever pressure he's not feeling, he's got to get his receivers not to feel it. <laughs> they got to be able to relax a little bit. Lawrence Harden. Playing a little uh, volleyball over there with a the football. A guy normally good with his hands, Bob. He's an accomplished pianist, classical and gospel. Well, what's going on? They better play the ball black and white then. The wrong cleft there for Lawrence Hart. Here's Clark out of the backfield. Derek hangs on. Skips by one tackler. He's taken down at the 41. He was initially bothered by Damon Wheeler before Hanks took him down after the gain of 14. Now, we didn't see much of Derek Clark last week. He was kind of the lead guy in their running attack. Last week we didn't see much. They, they fell behind early because of special team success. Zinn, zero, 14 pounds. They right. what they had to pass to catch up. So Derek Clark, the run game suffered. But the run game is about a 45 yes. to 48% of their total offensive play in usual situations. Yeah. Clark's been a great rusher this year. And I just 11 rushes last week. Michael Black gets the call. He is wrecked yeah. in the backfield. Wayne Sab came in from his right end spot. Loss of five on the play. Well, any team coming up against the Rage has always had the same defensive philosophy. Stop the running attack. They've got three good receivers. Derek Clark, we saw Brian Shea in the kickoff return. 
and Mike Black. 50 nice draw, check, 950 so combo. Always defensively shut down the running game, get in, then get after the quarterback. That probably won't change it too much today. Uh, Cook like the new guy at quarterback. Atlanta has struggled with the run last couple of weeks. And still third overall. There's a big burst from Mike Black. Like Fumble the ball. I think the Rage no cops on it at the 45. And it may very well have been Black getting his own ball. Luckily, you know, they say that, that football bounces weird. Uh, luckily for Mike Black, it didn't bounce that strange. We just kind of laid back there where he dropped it. He was able to get back and grab it. Number 78, Chris Malalonga down. Quick little shaking up on that play. Or is it Big plug in the middle for the Hitman. No doubt about that. I heard of. Drew Pearson, you're hearing as well. And Drew, uh, well, you already have Raybon a little bit banged up on the right side and the inside. Mamalanga, one of your big plugs on the left side of that line. Without a doubt, we can't afford to lose, Chris, but because we're kind of thin in that area anyway, as you mentioned with Raybon nursing that ankle injury. So we got to keep our fingers crossed in this situation. Hey, uh, Drew. Yes, sir. It's Bob. I don't have any more eligibility. Eligibility, so I can't help you. Bob, I pull you right out of the booth, man. <laughs> Even you now, eligibility. You just don't know. Weak right now. You better pick the quarter you need because that's about all I got left in me. I was going to say for football or bingo. What do you think, Drew? Hey, Bob, you just lay down in the middle. We got it covered. It looks like Bob Alonga being helped off. At least he's on moving, and that's not a bad sign. Hopefully he can shake it off for New York, New Jersey. Wild start to this game. Henry Slade yeah. over the center now. Get him, get him, get him, get him. Too much back. time. And Rush oh, yeah. really picked off by Wheeler as he was covering Skinny Culver. But it is incomplete. Man, Damon timed that up sweet. He made a move. I thought he could have he had that one. Skinny Culver, the uh, receiver. Good job, good job. I still, I'm still a little shaken from last week when I, when I asked Galen Hall about the story behind Skinny Culver. You know, so you know, where did the name Skinny come from? He goes, oh, I guess he's always been skinny. You know what? I thought there was like more of a story. Than I know you. That's a dumb question. I mean, of course, well, he's not fat. Kirby Dardar at the two takes the punt, skipping to the ten, fighting for some yardage. The flag is down all the way. We got to the 13 yard And the headman will see if they are backed up. Usually you see that flag against the That's your flag during the return? Right. From the flag. Punt was 50 yards with a return of 8 yards. Number 86 of the receiving team, blocking the back. Penalty's half the distance to the goal. The spot of the foul. First down, New York. Bob Rosenstiel. So as Christian Mamalonga gets some treatment on the side, New York tries to come back. They're down by 7. Bob, these Rage fans have had a lot to cheer about this year. The Rage are 4-0 this season at home with their first loss last week in Los Angeles. were devastated by the extreme or flying. Do you think it's going to affect the mindset in a positive or negative way of the Rage? You know, I think that uh, as long as they know it doesn't Red affect them too dramatically in a playoff situation, they're not out of it by any means, by any means at all. I think it's going to just keep them focused and know that they're not a perfect team. Ask up to the seven. You know, we always search for stories around the XFL. So we asked Wally Richardson, the quarterback of the Hitman, anything unusual about his uh, personal life, Wally? 
I'm pretty much as I appear. I don't collect any llamas or anything like that. I don't have any pets, but uh, I'm just a regular guy. Uh, but right now I'm just playing in this league and just enjoying the opportunity I'm getting and enjoying being in this environment playing football again. We didn't ask him about gazelles, but I guess no llamas, huh, Bob? No llamas. I think there's uh, some sort of zoning thing as llamas. <laughs> Maybe in California. Llamas. Wally Richardson, a little play action. Down, ask. He's got Tola Davis. He's trying to scramble as well. Now takes a block from Marcus Hinton and gets up to the 18-yard line. Chris, you went down in a heap, and Drew Pearson was about to start crying. Now you're lacing up, ready to go back in. What's the story, buddy? I just twisted my knee a little bit, man, and now I'm ready to go back in. Now, is this because you guys could sniff the playoffs? No, it's because uh, I love the play, and uh, we need to make this win. Well, Christian spent time with seven NFL teams. He's 29, a 320-pounder. They have been anxious to get him back in the D-line. Uh, New York looking to get out of the shadow of their own goal line really kind of limits the practice of the trickery and the, the things that we saw in the first series. Again, good defensive runs up front for that race. But, you know, we talked so many times about getting pressure on the quarterback. And some of these we saw about defensive ends, about outside backers, how they come up and rush on the outside. But sometimes you forget about rushing, what they call thrust in the pocket. Guys pushing it up in the face of the quarterback that doesn't give him room, the quarterback room, to step up and to avoid it. There you see, take a shot at it. Cedric Clark with the sack. Their best pass rusher, actually more of a linebacker. He's not a big guy, 265, but that helps his rush. But while he tried everything he could, he went left, he went yeah. center. He just ran out of room, as you talked about, Bob. And now he looked like he ran out of time. Delay game, offense number 14. Penalty five yards, down remains two. Well, you know, Craig, the first series, as I was kind of alluding to, you know, they come out, they have the they yeah. have the reverse of the quarterback return. They have the, uh, listen, they have the, the, uh, got the, the, the quick kick, quick slide, right? and then the hook and ladder. Excuse me, a couple of, uh, couple of kind of, there's no gadget plays. Right. They're back this far in their own territory, kind of limited, because those are risky plays, and they don't want to put the other team, the Rays, in a position by giving the ball up to them right here. And four wide receivers to either side. Here on second and 19. Quick out, caught by Mike Archie. Pretty good receiving fullback, but he was you well covered it. by Stephen Fisher, you who last blocks. time against Richardson you picked you off Wally two times right. in that week that three right. comeback win for Orlando over New York 18-12. You know, one of the things that really has impressed me with these, with all, with all the defenses in the, in the XFL overall, I hate making general statements, but a great job of just wrapping up. Steve Fisher there, Stephen Fisher. You saw the hit he had right there. It was a big hit, but he also finished. It wasn't no, a big no. hit for effect and just hoping you know, to get on TV. It was a hit, it was effective, he tackled the guy and he brought him down. It's in a lot of that, a lot of good form, a lot of good technique here. Richardson firing high and it's dropped by Marcus Hinton. As he reached up, and James Burgess is a terrific linebacker out of Miami making the play. The flag late. Flag down as well, yeah. But he well, it looked like, hey, uh, on, baby. Looked like Cedric Clark was, was complaining about being held Holding. inside. Number 77 offense. Penalties decline. Fourth down. And that would make sense against Curtis McGee as he uh, trying to keep Wally Richardson clear. Left side of your screen, you might be able to see it there. You see, yeah, anytime, anytime the offensive tackle is about to get beat, you know, they, want, they say they're trying to protect their quarterback, but 
you know, that's just, just a little obvious. Skinny Culver is back deep. He'll get it at the 35 with some room. Culver dancing, still dancing. Flag is torn as he found his team in the right. There is a flag down. Culver's going to go all the way. The question is, is it all coming back? Culver goes in as he bought some time. It's, the players are pushing and shoving at the 50, but there are two flags down. Just two yards away from where he caught the ball. As we figure this out, let's repeat that one of the changes this week in the punt situation, the fires or the gunners, as some call them, they can't they leave the ball as soon as the ball is snapped. They better call the up right there. Is, everybody in the everybody, nobody can leave the line there. of scrimmage until the ball is Back kicked. Up. Now the two wide backs, the gunners and the flyers, can leave the on the snap of the ball and get them right around the net. Still waiting on the call. Galen obviously has seen a lot of these It'll be their ball. We'll see. Be right here, your ball. What number? Where do you like it is? Oh, going to come back into the expected. Negating a 64-yard return on Skinny Culver. The question is, Bob, what kind of effect is this gunner rule going to have? Are you going to have more receiving punt guys get hit? Or is it going to, if you miss those guys, have more room to run? I don't know. What do you think? On the kicking chain, hands to the face. Illegal block in the back. On the receiving team during the return, the penalties will offset at the spot of the fouls. First down. Offset, but it costs the rage. Cost of the touchdown. Touchdown. You, 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 you know, you're going to have some changes. We'll talk offset. about it as the game goes on, especially since the uh, the Flyers are going to be a big, big input into the punt coverage. Hey, RJ. What? Hey, hey, the XFL what about the on guy that came up and got up from behind later on? A very costly head as right, well go. because Brian Duplick has taken over for Orlando. Oh, Nothing against Brian, but knocking out the number one quarterback here. Brian taking over. A excellent quarterback. In fact, uh, I don't think Galen Hall has any less uh, confidence for Brian. Right. And we also just, just saw Chris Mamalanga injured his knee yeah, is back in the lineup. Bumble recovered by Mark. Big Ron Markerson's going to try and run it in at the 10. Markerson again. And this time, there are no flags down. Yeah. They never got the snap. Yeah. That's all good. This is Mark. That's Mark. That's Mark. again this morning, prior to the game, and we mentioned him, asked him about Murkerson, because you know, it's been a lot of time, it's been a lot of years in football, talking pro football, he goes, and I don't think I've ever worked with a better linebacker, and I mean, so he's, he is so sold on the fact that this guy can play in any league, and he has not coached a better one, certainly a guy that always makes a big plays and made it there. New York second in the league on the conversion, an impressive 50%, not here, not here, Kirby Dardar was rocked. On the play, by James Burgess, who stepped up to get him. Good run support on the outside. Burgess finishing it off. Man, what a hit. Oh, no. Big Mark, it seems like big plays have turned this season around for you guys. And right there, one more. 14-point swing. I needed that. So all I got to say, we got a whole game to play. Keep on pushing. We can make it happen. Did you guys have any doubt when you guys were struggling early in the season that you guys know you could get it done? We knew we could get it done. 
Can't let doubt eat you up, so keep pushing. We're going to be there. What happened here, Bobby? Yeah, it was a snap problem with Kukla. They never got the ball. The ball got booted a little bit. Merck right there, right place, right time, grabs it and runs it in. 6'1", 250 pounds. Ball! 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 We got it! We got it! Go, baby! Go, Merck! Go! We got it! We got it! We got it! That's what I'm talking about! I don't know what's going on. No, I don't know how it's all good. Mama, what's up, Cam? What's up, Kim? Love y'all. Big Ron Berkerson out of Colorado. Brad, you need some? What a recovery for them. He had a concussion earlier in the season, missed the game a few weeks back, and their defense was just pummeled. He came back for that San Francisco game, and since then, the Hitmen have been on fire, both offense and defense. A 6 one 2 50, runs about a 4-4, maybe under on a good day, so he can't fly. Hey, Hitman kicking off once again to number 20, Brian Shane. We saw what happened last time, but drops it in the end zone. Shane coming out to the 5, up to the 10, he's tripped up. Bubbles the ball, and it went out of bounds. Fortunately for the Orlando Rage, Michael Blair made the pop. And knocked the ball free, but the Rage... Get a break on that particular fumble, he'll hang on to possession. Yeah, as I say, the first time he handled the ball, brings it back to the one yard line. This time he drops it about a yard. That's fine. Drops the ball about a yard deep in his own end zone. Not a great way to start, but, you know, funny thing is, sometimes on these kickoffs or punt returns, when the, receiver, the guy receiving the ball fumbles it, he to throw the coverage people off. Right. That time it didn't. They got a good hit on him. So the Rage take over at the 16. You wonder about the, since this is his first start, the relationship between the center and the quarterback. Yeah. Another trouble in the last play. Michael Black in the flat has it. Back up to the 25, to the 27. Mal Dixon is the center for Orlando. Coach Galen Hall, you've been all over the officials this game. What's going on? Well, I thought there's something early on the uh, opportunity to catch a punt that I thought was wrong, and I saw something in front of me that I disagreed with. But uh, we're all settled down, ready to go. A lot of special teams. You've been on them after a lot of special teams plays. Well, uh, we, we've made a couple. Uh, you know, we still got to stay in this game for a long time. Well, they're hearing all a little uh, more low-key here, Bob. A little camera, huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you know, they've really changed the tempo from last week. Last week, they suffered the hands of special teams. Today, they're having better luck with it. Field position seems to be going more, although this is about as, as deep in their own territory as they've started a possession. They definitely have had better field position today than they did last week against the Extreme. Zero trades. Z, zero trace, 70 draw on one. 70 what? Draw. 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 You didn't recognize that <laughs> southern draw, I think. Hey, no sweat. No sweat. Go. Get it. The guy from New York, Bob, going, what? What are you talking about? Blair is in trouble. And he needs a couple of fellas from New York. And they rack him up for the 24. Ben Hanson, Wayne Sam, led the coverage. Does that mean we don't want to meet a couple of guys from New York? Bob, Bob, Bob. Want to meet him around the corner? Don't want to meet the hitter. All right. Good job of support out there, Glenn Sab, Big Sab, and Ben Hanks, like you said. Shutting down the run so he had to slow it down, try to come back. Come on. Good help from inside. Two luck. Rage won the first meeting, 18-12. Looking to sweep the season series and more importantly get a league-leading seventh win. In motion is Mario Bailey. Throw is intercepted. Ty Tolton's got it. 
Now he throws it back before he's taken down to Ellen. Look out. Here's Joey Ellen to the 40. Like that Brad Shroud at the 31 yard line. Oh, and the hitman pick it up again. Where to go? Pass was over the head of Bailey. Hell of a job, Hell of a job. Way to go. Way to go, baby. Way to go, D. Way to go, D. Way to go. Way to go. Way to go. Way to go. The D does it again. Turning right. Nice job, baby. Nice job. Nice job. That throw or what? Crawford. They called Lurk defense. They had Crawford just kind of hanging out, kind of watching, lurking in the middle. The ball had to be thrown high to get over Crawford's coverage, and that's when it drifted. Right into the hands of Ty Talton. New York D is number one against the pass in the XFL as we get the flag. And the whistle before the uh, Delay. Delay. Oh, What's that? Delay. All right. Delay. Reset it. Coach, that whistle's not from us. It came from up there. It actually came from the Jumbotron. The Hitman. Secondary, Bob's got interceptions in seven of eight games. In fact, they have all the interceptions right. on the Hitman this year. And they are tough defense, and I think they were somewhat overlooked for some reason because of their record. Now intimidating their defenses, but really their woes this year were offensive early in the year. Yeah, and all, as, you, as you were kind of adding on to that, all the interceptions were by defensive backs. Very active secondary. You know, usually you catch a couple of linebackers getting involved, and this secondary really slows for the ball. Richardson trying to get Asker free, but Joe is whacked up in the backfield. Loss of four yards in the play. Good shot. Who hit that? Ty Talton and Brad Trout. You guys look like you might have been training with training with the New York Knicks or something. Are you guys planning on doing all this stuff during practice during the week? Um, first of all, I'd like to thank God for this opportunity. Say what's up to the Talton family at the house. And we just try to go out and make big plays, you know. We work hard all day, all week, and get an opportunity. Our team is counting on us to make big plays. And Brad was there after I intercepted it, and he almost scored. He was one block away from scoring. I think the element you see for the Hitman these days, unlike the early part of the year, is character. They've been able to come in in both situations, and Richardson was in one there, and he wisely threw it away. I told you this, I told you this before, that the most satisfying sacks are nice for the, for the stats, but the best time to hit a quarterback is when he's extended. What first is right here? Right in the rim. I swear, I, I know for a fact that Burgess, James Burgess, heard all the wind rushing out of Wally Richardson lungs. Bob was jumping out of the boot trying to get into that hit. Back in the boat. You all right? You all right? Don't 15 minutes in the books here in Central Florida. As the Orlando Rage cheerleaders entertain the nice throng here at the Citrus Bowl. Rage 6-1 on the season. The Hitmen are 3-4. Trying to at least maintain a one-game lead for the second and final playoffs. But in the East, Dar Dar in the flat. He can move out of there. And he gets down to the 30, a gain of 5. Omar Brown took him down. That's nothing new because he's one of the leading tacklers for Orlando. Yeah, he loves coming up there. In fact, they are very aggressive. Both safeties, Gillard, Gillard and Brown, both guys that you will see coming up and making tackles in the line of scrimmage. But that one was a, boy, they blitz hard. Hard up inside, luckily to get that ball off to Kirby Dardo. Now Aragus has come on here on a fourth and eight, and the base defense is just so afraid of the trick plays. They have called timeout here 
On the fourth and eighth okay. play. Hey, field goal team! With the ball on the 40, you can field get a 47 yard field goal. Bob, you can try and kick one and get it down at the five, and the ball is live. Can you make it this way? Yeah. Oh, you want to go for what? Show the oh, We got fourth and what? Eight? That's quite a ways. You want to try to kick? You want to go to face? Let's run the face. Let's run the face. Okay, now, here's the deal. If the look is not there or something happens, I don't care if you face you don't want to kick it at all, then. You got, no, no, yeah, if, if the look scares you, don't kick it. Take a delay of game, then I'll put the punt team in. Okay? Let's go. Let's go. There we go. Bob Leo Aragus has missed four of his last field goal. five attempts. Field goal! So I, I think you heard field in goal. the huddle uh, the word fake yeah. being called. Can you watch your left? All right, keep your eye on No, he wasn't. He wasn't. Again, all of that is dependent. Being able to run a fake dependent. Field goal block! on what the defense presents them. Number seven, Polari, the quarterback, to start off is the holder. Look for him here. Aragus setting up for the what looks like a 49-yard field goal attempt. Polari can throw it. Number seven, the holder. If the situation's not right, Russell Tillman told him just to okay, take the delay and they'll bring the punt team out. Looks like okay, the situation wasn't right. Looks like hey, Leo, they didn't give him the front. Tell him to punt it real high. Didn't Regular give him the front. front. Let's go. Didn't punt it real high. Let's didn't go. Give the look that they expected. The fake probably wouldn't have worked. Those fakes are only, only really guaranteed to work against yeah. the tendencies that these teams show. If they don't show Fourth that down. look, then you have to change out of it. Rusty Wisely said, hey, we got to think it anyway, Tony. Take the penalty. Move us back. Give let's the punter a little bit more room. And we'll lay one up really high in the air and put it down somewhere near the goal line. Okay. You might be thinking in this league, why not just punt it from, from that kind of formation? But with nobody back, Orlando yeah. would have all the guys rushing the punter. Would that be too tough to get the punt off, most likely? Possibly. With all those guys coming at you? Possibly. Let's remember the thing here. The Gunners are free to go downfield with that flag on the field. This one is in the end zone, so they can let that one go. And that is kicked out, but... Flag's going down quickly. 30 seconds. What do we got? Five more yards on the end of the kick. The flag on the play. Right, get it on 25. Air ball. Let's go. Legal procedure, I believe, was the call against the hitman. No, it's it's five more yards on the end of the kick. Wait, wait now, wait now. What did they say? It's five more yards. Hey, Roger! Nickelow's on dog. Nickelow's on dog. Nickel! Nickel! Everybody get back, please. Get back, get back, Sparky, get back, please. Hey, he's not listening to the That's correct. Illegal formation offense, only six players in the line of scrimmage. Penalty five yards from the 20 yard line. Orlando ball, first down at the 25. You know, you know, no, I don't care. No, that's just a touchback. <laughs> Hi, I'm Cal Dixon of the Orlando Rays, and this is my Dairy Queen. And actually, I had to go to Dairy Queen University for three weeks to learn all this. There's three parts to a Dairy Queen cone. There's the base, the ball, and here's the tough part, the curl. Drop the cone, and then nine, one, seven, like the hands of a clock. It's the perfect Dairy Queen curl, because I am the Dairy King of the XFL. And don't you forget it.
There he is. There he is. You like the blizzard? Um, you know, I'm more of a purist. I'll go, oh, yeah. I'll go vanilla cone or I'll go vanilla cone cherry dip. No! Cherry dip. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Got that frosted cherry on top? Yeah, it's just a, it's a, it's a liquid. You dip it in the... Oh, well, Hitman defense, Bob, has been an early story in this game. No doubt about it, they're making things happen. You see Murph right there, running right out of his socks. Oh! Cleanup that fumble. Interception by Ty Colton. Would help. <laughs> Brad Trout, his teammate, they have really gone after it. I'll tell you what, Kuklin, two and a half quarters last week, last week, Frank, three interceptions. One quarter this week, another interception. So he's got four interceptions. And just two and a half quarters of play. Gain of two and a half quarters. Mom Malaga caught up with him. He also has been rushed and panicked quite a bit from the defense. And keep in mind, the touchdown was set up on the 96-yard return by Shea. Just 28 yards of offense for the Rage in the first quarter. The Hitman had only 29, but they made two turnovers. Zing, zero bunch, 70 Zora, all one. Hey, I'm getting out. Those numbers there. Brom was so well, he had the, the one, 19 these three interceptions. Kuklik the other way, the whole opposite direction that we just told you about. Go! There's three and a half, three and a half quarters of play. He's been giving up the ball quite a bit. Kuklik firing in traffic again. He was fortunate that he overthrew Ty Talton. It was way over the receiver Kevin Swain's head. You know, Galen Hall talked with us about Kuklik before the injury to Brom, and, and we both got the feeling that he would. Almost interchanged the quarterbacks. Yeah, without a doubt. In fact, right? he, 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 uh, that's what it sounded like to me. It sounded in fact like there were some limitations of Brom had, like maybe a weak arm on the on the out. But uh, the one thing that they were saying is, is that with Kuklik, he's probably going to make mistakes. And one of the things that he's going to do is throw into a crowd. We're seeing that here today. Gardar with the return up to the 32. Rich Young brought him down. The return was nine yards by Kirby. There is a flag again. Back it on. Now to the play. An eligible receiver downfield, member of the kicking team number 95. Penalty five yards from the end of the kick. First down. Now, did anybody explain to the offenses, the special teams, that the, we that the rule changes right? only Eight, affected yeah, the Flyers? Everybody else, uh, 300 pounders, no? 290? The XFL on the National Network. Craig Benervini, Bob Golick. Sunday afternoon XFL football. Joe Aska getting the handoff across the 40-yard line. He picked up five. This offense seems to be a little out of sync right now. What's causing you guys to misfire? Uh, you know, just I got to settle down and do what I can do, and we're, we'll be fine. Brian, in his Love first it. start since his senior year at Wake Forest, a little rusty so far. Might be. They are definitely uh, right now. Orlando, 32 yards of total offense. Seven rushes, seven passes, 2.3 yards per play. And if that was just running, I could say, okay, that's a bad day. But when you're just running and pass, that's a not good at all. Richardson in trouble. He throws it away, and there's the flag. Bill Duff was on him. First down. He called him intentional grounding. First down. First down. First down! So Wally Richardson was was in the pocket still. Personal foul. Roughing the passer. 95 defense. 15 yards. First down. 
but it was Duff. Bill Duff making the hit, coming in. It wasn't that violent a hit, but once the ball's on, I'll tell you what though, as a, as a defensive player, sometimes it's hard to tell when the ball's gone. You're just not in a position to know if the ball's been thrown or not. You really try to follow through. It was not that violent a hit where I think it should have been a late hit call on. Right off the middle, I thought it was borderline grounding. Was he not inside the tackle? He was inside the tackle. He threw that ball very much away. But I mean, we're still early in this game. Remember last week, Orlando, that with that penalty, that has to adds on to what Orlando oh, yeah. had last week. 13 penalties last year. Our last week, we saw from the rage. Very, very characteristic. It certainly helped to destroy any hope of that one. In weeks four and five, they had seven penalties combined. The last two weeks. 21 penalties for almost 200 yards. That has been a bugaboo of late for Galen Hall's team. Richardson on second and seven. A little play action. Again, forced. Trying to loop oh. one for Collins. It's incomplete. Good pressure, though, again on the quarterback, forcing the move a little quicker than he really wanted to throw it. Yeah, but well, I mentioned what Orlando had with only, uh, with very little yardage. The hitman also with only about 32 yards of generated offense. So both defenses right now being aggressive and keeping his offense from generating any kind of momentum. Double set. 272, corner six. Next on week, the Hitman will host Chicago in the NBC game Saturday night. It could be the game to decide the playoff team, although Jerry Donato and his Birmingham Thunderbolts hope to have something to say about that down the stretch. Richardson, quick throw and shot by the big tight end. Ryan Collins. Richardson got rid of it quickly, showing some of his savvy as quarterback, although it was not complete. And good awareness by Collins to be there. Corey Gilliard, the safety, coming in with the pressure, as well as the linebacker on the outside. But I mean, one thing, one thing to be aware of the blitz and get the hot read, like Collins did. What the, fuck? the other thing is you got to make the catch. I know it was low, but it hit him in the hand. Pull it in. You're right. Hey, the hand isn't supposed to be a bad spot. <laughs> So here's Aragus again punting. Skinny Culver is back at the 15. Man, that was up there. Work his way up. No fair catch, of course. They're going to throw the flag here. Galen was arguing last time that they didn't get the danger zone. And he may have gotten uh, that argument on the call right here. So even though Donnie Caldwell, even though number 21 Donnie Caldwell has pulled up, he was still standing well within the five yards. Galen may have bought one there. Everybody got the same thing, five yards tacked on. Oh, Rippy, stop! Violation of the five-yard radius. 21 of the kicking team. Penalties five yards from the end of the run. First down, Orlando. So here it is. That's it. Check it out. You should see Caldwell step up right to his right. You're going to see him standing right there. Oh! I think it was, it was close, and obviously it was such, it was such a high kick that everybody was just basically waiting. How about planting the seed, though? I mean, yeah, did well, he not do it? Well, Galen did that earlier. Remember, we asked him about that. So, what are you yelling to us about? Right. <laughs> not much. It works. Now, Russ is going to have to get one back. Kuklik firing. He's got a man. Diallo Burks, one of the top receivers, on the race to the 42 shot gun. It's a good game. A gain of 20. Now we're starting to see a little move, but that one's just a nice throw over the middle. You know, the range right now with Kukla, you can't afford to be too fancy. But it's just got to be, make sure you get right 
It already had a problem with that. Make sure you get the snap straight and just make the simple throw. You know, ins, quick slants, things like that to give him some confidence. He's got some weapons. They haven't been able to use him. And Burks and Bailey and Swain. Jay gets the handoff. Nothing going on that play. Made of a couple. Raybo is real. Raybon, the defensive player of the week in week four, made the stop. Raybo just about crushed it. He about bent him in half and snapped him into the dirt. I got these great weapons, Bob. His receivers are among the top six in the league in yards per catch, but he hasn't been able to find him yet. He's got to work out the chemistry. He's got to start finding these guys and finding out what, well, which guys he has a relationship with. Oh, thinks he can get the ball there a little bit quicker. And there's a wide open catch. Can he cover? The move cover! And he's tripped up as Trout recovered Man. to get him before he's put it in. He got him at about the 28. And Skinny Comer hooking up with the quarterback, and Brian starting to warm up for the Rage, a gain of 28. Skinny made a first move, and if not for Brad Trout just getting a piece of that, Skinny might have taken that one all the way to the end zone. You can see the right side of your screen throws out there to Skinny. There you go. Left side, the ball be over to the left side. You know, I've been I've been singing the praises of these defensive backs about coming up, making the hit and wrapping it up. Joey Ellums that time showing some bad form. And this is stuff you, you don't want to see start to creep in. The guy coming up to make the big hit. So hopefully not the ball. You've got to wrap it. you got to finish Ellum's just 24. Out of Indiana. Starter all year. And up, Shea. Nothing going up front. Amalonga among the host of defensive linemen. They made the stop. Oh, yeah. And that is a strong defensive front. One eight hundred. Here we go. One eight hundred. All one. Ready. What do we got? A uh, little collect call here? One free free toll call? I bet they'll throw it right down the middle. New sponsor maybe? Where you dial right down the middle? I have no idea. Let's see. Real quick rolling. He's gonna try to dial it up. Long distance. He's got Burks, and he got in for the touchdown. One eight hundred TD for the Orlando Rage. Well, Brian Kuklek, who started the same Friday. Two completions, seven attempts, and the last drive, he hits four for four, and just goes to show, if you a couple passes, good things happen. Butler Bonote was trying to cover Diallo Burke, that's been a tough task for just about everybody this year in the XFL, his fifth touchdown of the year, he is among the leaders in the XFL. Now for the conversion. Now hit their conversion earlier. Cooper's going to throw. Bailey got it. Conversion again. And they are two for two. After just a 35% efficiency. Coming in. And it's 14 seconds. Two for two. But that makes Brian Cooper five for five on that drive. Nice relationship. Short roll out. Merton's in the face. 
don't know why he didn't get hit down at the two-yard line, but he pulled it into the ten end zone for the touchdown. More is see by Benote and the Rage are on top by eight. Well, and the Rage have jumped up 14-6, a 77-yard drive. Tapped off by Cooper's pass to that man. Yellow first his fifth receiving touchdown of the season. And another conversion, the all-important conversion, has them up by these two scores down. Benote got beat on the TD, not too impressive. On the return, he stopped at the eighth. Coach Brian Kuklick, a no-show to that last series. Is it worrying? Kind of put it together for his team. Well, I think it was our the defense we were playing. We'll go away from that. See if we can't contain him. Never get a wrong answer from Rusty during the game. We were talking about that with him today. <laughs> yeah, you even asked him that. Yeah, I mean, you phrased it quite well, though. Too. I tried I you. to. <laughs> you know, cut your head off. You didn't wall me too badly, but uh, you know, he said, "Hey, I'm an intense guy. This is how I am. This is who I am." And I see some coaches who give you at least an answer to a tough question. But uh, for me, I'm, I'm so intense, like, i got to get out of there after a bit. And he might have caught Rearman's act here in Orlando in the preseason as well. Oh, a lot of people caught Rearman's act in Orlando. <laughs> in all season. Man. He works his uh, hard city on those sidelines. This is like his, uh, his third appearance here in Orlando. Yeah, flex right. <laughs> Check. Quick fly left. A 48 QB. He was trying to get into that tank at L.A. last week. I'm sure many coaches would have liked to toss Lee in there as well. <laughs> Second and six. Grab 48! Grab 48! Quarterback <laughs> draw. Richardson on the draw. Oh, he ran right into James Purchase. And he really got... Stood off by James around the 15-yard line. Yeah, I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was all Burgess. I think it was part Burgess and part the, the big wide butt oh, of one of his offensive yeah. linemen. <laughs> Watch him here. You see him drop it. Run off the back. Quarterback draw. Oh. <laughs> Burgess telling us about the harrowing experience he had during during a Hurricane Andrew back in '92 Look. with 13. Family members, relatives there. Mom's walk-in closet as they watched Grant, the roof come off his garage, go in the den. They all thought that, that was going to be it. They made it. A harrowing experience. Nearly picked off there as it was thrown by Richardson. Reggie Dosser would have liked to have a second shot and complete though. And again, him and offense unable to do anything. Well, let's take a look at this now. Let's press. Since it is a new, a new rule. While they're lining up, remember the new rule today. This starting this week, the Flyers, the Gunners on the outside of the punt team, can leave on the snap of the ball. Everybody else must wait till the ball is kicked. That's going to change the perspective a little bit. The Flyers and the Gunners on the outside are going to get down much quicker, especially when they're not blocked. And these guys were not picked up until about midfield. One of the Gunners is right there, and it stopped. It was Mark Payne. The Gunner on the right side got all the way down. A return of seven. Orlando takes over when we return to the Citrus Bowl. I'm Diallo Burks. This is 3-in-1 Barbershop. This is where I come and get my haircut before the game. Come on, let's go get a haircut. Yeah. 
Take your helmet off. Yellow Burks. You should take it off right now. You did take it off. That's what she showed us now. Here's a good rule of thumb for you on a haircut. What's that? If there's a barber pole out in front of it, yeah. you should probably avoid it. Boy, that, with the, yeah. You don't like the blue and red? Yeah, you know, if you're 50, 60, maybe. That's the place you get a nice shave, too. If you're still worried about women looking at you, you might want to avoid the barber pole. There's the completion. Over to Kevin Swain. Caldwell on the coverage. And the uh, Orlando offense driving some momentum from that last scoring yeah. drive. They look a lot better here with Kukuk at the helm. Well, I mean, that, that was about the third three and out for the New York, for the New York, New Jersey hitmen. We were getting the same performance from Orlando up till last. The first five drives so far, 23 yards. The last drive you saw it, four for four in passing, 74 yards. A fifth completion in the extra point. New York Mets draft pick back in June of 94. And here's that good arm again, the Clark. At the 40, 35. Knocked out by Brad Shaw at the 32-yard line. Six out of six for Kuklik. Well, he's loosening them up. They've got some confidence off that last drive or something because the uh, defense that the hitmen are doing right now not working out for them. You heard that from Russell Tillman. He did not like the way the defense is going. They got to change the Check it out. In the replay. Burks with Wheeler. Just job. Go! <laughs> Kind of took him from behind there, but that was done. Draw play up inside. Draw play, Michael Black. And look at that. The passing attack now springing the run game. And a gain of 10 for Black. Well, you know, they've got they've got aggressive people in the secondary for the, the hitmen. So once you once you get that run game going, and they have to start to timeout. They get that passing attack going, it loosens things up a little bit. The run game can then go in and follow along they're starting to see more gaps, more holes, and more yeah, on that running attack. Two-minute warning, this is the XFL on the National Network. The XFL experience today in Central Florida, where the Rays are looking to go to 7-1. Big drive here, particularly for the Hitman, but trying to get within eight points here. Bailey's got it again. Good tackling, though, as he squeaked free. Got a couple extra yards. Joey Ellums finally got him out, but they're having trouble wrapping him up. A lot of problems wrapping him up. And I, 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 hate, I hate giving people compliments when they follow up with, with failures like that. They're supposed to hit, wrap it, bring them down, but this whole hitman defense right now having problems. Cooper, with that one drive of success, was giving his offense enough confidence where now they've got, they're giving the ball pretty much anywhere. They're running it. They're draws. They're short outs. You know, little dumps over drive. the middle. A lot of different looks, which is really making this hitman defense. And he's sit back in his heel and wait to see They line what's up coming. in crazy trips to go Orlando. Okay, now, the call right now, uh, first and ten, the call is, uh, we got time in there, right? They might, yeah, let's go, uh, Let's go, uh, Dime Lightning. Dime Lightning, go on. Rusty Tillman. Let me, uh, let me do this real quick. Pearson. Let me take this opportunity to congratulate my partner. Plus is in there, right? On your birth of your okay, daughter so yesterday. We don't have to worry about crazy trips. And the commitment of showing up for the game after <laughs> uh, sitting through the birth of your third, it's your third child, right? Yes. Fantastic, daughter. Spencer, yesterday. I credit my wife for good timing. Very good timing, Spencer. Very nice. Thank Congratulations. You, Appreciate it.
Goodwin. Whoa! Good play there by Trout. Flying in, and Brad Trout, who was beaten earlier in the game, catching an important sack. Okay, I'll tell you what. Let's go. First down play to push him back. There's no doubt about it that they uh, they play aggressively, but nobody came to pick this up. Nobody even saw him coming. He just he just lined it up. Watch linemen. They're watching the plays. The defensive linemen go inside. Didn't even see the secondary uh, starting to adjust those blitz. Only six blockers up front, and the defense brought seven. You do the math. Well, risky, because if he beats that, he hits seven out of seven. You know, there's some great matchup somewhere. Cooper finds one there. Swain. Again, busting a tackle. He beat Wheeler before Trout took him down, but he got back some yards and more inside the 15. All right, let's go. Rage with two timeouts left. 16-yard gain. Well, one of the things, too, that's happening, not only are we starting to see the drive sustained by the Rage, but you also have to look at it from the other perspective, the defense. You start spending this much time on the field, Long drive after long drive. Not to say no. his defensive guys are out of shape. This starts to wear on you for a while. Third and five, quick slant. Nice catch by oh. Swain as he got inside the DB in the play. Ty Tolton and Joey Ellens. And he makes the catch for the first down. It's first and goal. One timeout the, goal. I don't know. I don't know that Joey Ellens could have played that any better. Yeah. I mean, he was almost any better than that, any closer. You'll see in the bottom of your screen, any closer he would have been called for interference. He was right there. He just didn't get his hand on the Man. ball as it came yeah. in. Got to well, give the credit there for the connection the between Kukla and Swain. No, go 9-7. You're going to have to have protection. Pace, yeah, 970. 970, 7-2. You got your slant and a quick corner. Okay. The inside guy, right? Yeah. Okay, 970. Send the back. Ryan Kuklick, Bob, oh! close start. Good finish so far. Boy, he has really had a hard time early on. That has found his marks as it's gone on. He has completed... The way things are going now, Craig, he has completed his last nine passes. And uh, when you got that kind of success, either the, the defense is failing or he's just so hot. As we saw that last pass to Swain, man, it was just right on. It's first and goal now for the six. They're passing again. He's got room to run. He's going to throw it. It's overthrown over the head of Swain. Looked like he might have been able to run it right in, at least to get near the goal line. There's no doubt about it. In fact, one of the reasons I like him. He gets the ball in the. Uh, he gets the ball. You know, gets the ball around. Can find open spots. But he, you know, he has the ability to move yeah, it a little bit. I don't know why he didn't try to take a shot. Very focused on his receivers. Right. Put 24 years of age out of Wake Forest. One of the great high school quarterbacks out of Pennsylvania. Another one to come along. That ball was maybe tipped along the way. And incomplete attendant for Burks. Pressure by Ben Hanks as well. Watch ben, watch, watch ben Hanks right up the, you can see him coming right up the middle with a delayed blitz. Boy, he took the shot. You wonder why the quarterbacks get the big money? Well, it's an extra five grand. But why is that? It's like that. Serve it. Third and goal. They're going to hand off. Clark. Oh, he stopped. That right at the line of scrimmage. It's like Raybo got in there. Wait, 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 wait. Raybon with a big play. That will probably force Orlando 
into the rebound, not only rebound, but also Mama Longo. Give some credit to him since he's coming back off kick that it. twisted yeah. knee early on. Got to kick a field goal here, don't you, Bob? I'm thinking you got to do it. You got to get the uh, get as many points up as possible. And decision time. As Orlando used their last timeout, and now they do get the field goal unit on, led by Jay Taylor. Jay is hit five out of seven, although he's missed two of his last threes at 71% on the season. Inside the 49, he's been very impressive. This will be a chip shot field goal, basically, if it was a different game. Be an extra point. That's right. That's right. But I mean, there's no, there's no way around this. I mean, right now you're ahead, 14 to six. You've got some momentum going. You put up as many, whatever points you can get. You put them up and you just keep the lead. Keep in mind, Kuklik is the holder. If Jalen Hall wants to try something tricky of his own, his quarterback is the holder for Jay Taylor. Going to go conventional and it gets them three points. Jay Taylor from 20 yards. They did a nice job in that two-minute drill. Ten plays, 60 yards. Well, Coach, your offense struggled early in the game, but you have to like what you saw in the latter part of the second quarter by Brian Cooper. Brian came back and played well. Uh, we're getting him spread out a little bit, showing where his routes are, and uh, he played pretty good. He's playing like I thought he would. We make any key adjustments in the second half? Yeah, we'll have to go ahead and talk about it. They, they're getting a couple guys in on us on some blitzes that we'll take care of. Drew Pearson, coach, uh, coach told me basically to blow it out in my ear when I brought this up, but you guys have to be frightened to death that Brian Kuklick's starting to put it together. Yeah, he's a good quarterback. We knew that coming in. He just has to get game experience, and he's getting some of that today. But we got to keep knocking them around and keep beating on them and hope something happens. What we need to do is worry about ourselves, and that means getting our offense together so we can get some first downs and give our defense a break. They've been on the field that whole first half. Yeah, I think you have to pin it on the O here. They have not done anything for the headman in this first half. So, the Rage looks to be back in form. 18-6, back after these messages and a word from your local station. Maybe something you didn't want to see before the minute. I don't know. <laughs> Second half getting underway. Jay Taylor will kick it off. Kirby Dardar will try to give the hitman a spark. Or Butler Bonote will be Bonote four yards deep. Will he take it out? Yes, he will. Bonote up to the 10. Stops right there at the 12 yard line by Corey Killiard. Of course, he had to take it out. Since the ball bounced around in there, Orlando would have a shot at it. Now the problem we're seeing with Bonote is that when he's getting the ball, he's looking too much to make the cut. You don't really see him fighting for the yardage. He's so concerned about getting the cut right that when the guys are hitting him, it's really not taking much to bring the guy down. He's got to get his body going upfield. So far this year, year Dardar has been the better of the returners. And Taylor kicking the other way that time. What field position to start off here on the 13th? Aska. James Burgess again stepping up what? after the gain of one. Nothing. Well, we told you about them trying to get some, on, some running game going. Stack two, stack right. Trying to get something going, but they, you know, they, you can't sit there and pound away at the line of scrimmage. Open. It's all the line defense. Left. It's the entire defense. You got seven, eight guys in the box waiting for you. Wally Richardson. 
took over the starting duties in the game against Orlando. Back in week three from Joe Valerio got a slow start after a great preseason. He's got Asco over the middle. No wasting no time. Head down and he gets past the 25. It's a first down gain of 11. Well, they, they're really liking what they see out of Asco. No nonsense guy right now. Really getting aggressive with his attack. Left, 284 corner crash. And you, in fact, you, oh. I think you even asked uh, Rusty about getting gang the ball into the passing game. That's even to open up a little bit. You see there a little dump pass over the middle. Especially because he's flying in his right eye. Wondering if they wanted to avoid having him come out off the... Uh, right side of the line of scrimmage where he's looking back over the left shoulder it is an issue Cosmo's in motion puts his arm Wally Richardson cannot get away from James Roberson who makes the sack loss of 10 James Roberson the 45th pick overall by the Rage had 21 starts in the yeah, NFL. Yeah, yeah, not play yeah. last year. He's anxious to be back playing. Yeah, I'll tell you what, you saw there, the right side of the screen, you started seeing the, the blitz coming. Run back and the safety came up the blitz. Everybody split that way, leaving the backside open, leaving the backside wide open to Roberson. The problem is with the, with the, the hit men is that they're getting too predictable with their play calling. With this defense can line up and they know when to run the blitz. Second down and 16. Richardson going to Dardar in the flat. He can move when he gets it and look at him in the open field. Get up near the 35-yard line. Well, Dardar's gonna get, not going to get pulled back too many times. When he gets hit, he's always falling forward. Kirby, you mentioned uh, my new daughter, Nanette. His wife gave birth about a week ago. Kirby Cedric Clark making the stop. It looked like they're trying to run the option, which certainly would have been a gadget play. They don't, you know, we don't see many options run there, but somebody tell the... Just Christ! Get the security to go up there for Christ's sake! Somebody, I thought we heard a whistle. I don't know, he said he can't hear him online. Come on, look back! Let's see. You hear some, some chirping. I told you, I'm looking back, Joe. I'm looking back. Aragus punting. Skinny Culver at the 35, up to the 40. And he ducks down, he'll take the five-yard return. Good field position for the Rage to start their first drive of the third quarter. Let's go, Nico! Hitman looking a little rusty today in Orlando. Nickel, Beautiful Central Florida. Nice day here. It sure is. A little breeze in the air, about 78, 80 degrees. And not much humidity, which is very rare. Mario Bailey on the move. As the Rays gained four yards. In fact, Rusty Tillman telling us Bobby was so concerned about the weather 
you turn the heater on and the bubble back where they practice up to nearly 100 degrees for three days this week. You know, there's a lot of times to prepare for games in certain situations. I know when we've gone to the lounge stadiums, we've gone indoor facilities with like white noise. But coming down here expecting the heat, he turned up to 100 degrees for three days. Good idea from a coach, but as a player sitting back going, hey, man, you're going to kill us. This lineman lost 20 pounds each. No, just kidding about that. Derek Clark doesn't get anything as he gets to the 45. You know, I was talking to a couple of the hitmen today. They met at the Marriott yesterday, which is right near the Newark Airport, and one of the buses got lost. Who's coming in? Who's coming in? Instead of a two-minute drive, it took about 25 minutes. The trip did not get off to a good start, and so far it hasn't continued very well for the they had They had some problems. Remember, at the beginning of the year, right. they had problems with their the bus going through the toll booth. Derek Clark is down. You see him getting uh, uh, He kind of got hit into the thing. I think he kind of got twisted. He's getting pulled to the ground. Ouch. Tough to tell. Getting pulled over his ankle or his knee. Looked like he was trying to grab that left ankle. We'll check on Derek when we come back. This is the XFL on the National Network. An early lead in this game in the first quarter. They've held it. It was 7 0. Big Mark came back with a 43 yard fumble return. 7 6 after one. Ten unanswered by Orlando in the second. They lead 17-6. Hooker looking in the flat. He threw it over the head of Michael Black, who was covered well by Ron Wilkerson. Hey, hey, and that's why you talk about Big Mark. We told you before, 6-1, almost 250. He was in man-to-man -man coverage. Ron Black. A black is about 200 pounds. Yeah, Mark, that's way to be on that. That's one of those All mismatches that. that you hope to get. All over that. Way to go, D. Here we go, Pearson very happy with the coverage. Last Mark week, had. the Rays did not have good coverage on hand time, but this week it's been a lot better. Yeah, oh, Tondo was wrapped. The flag is thrown on the danger zone hit on the punt return. Kirby gets up. Kelly Malbo made the hit. Now, the crime there to me is if that's only a five-yard penalty, yeah. that's got to be changed to at least 15. Absolutely. I mean, if you can have, if you can have two different hey, rules for face masking, blatant, intentional, and non-intentional, then you should be able to have it here. Oh, absolutely. Come on. Taking our guy out like... Kirby Bust out. Kirby there is no foul on the ball going out of bounds since the receivers touched it prior to going out of bounds. 15 yards. It was 15 yards. He did call the personal foul, which is a, a good call by the referee. Instead of just hitting the five-yard danger violation, he threw the personal foul. Good call by the referee to give him 15. Drew Pearson, what, uh, you said that you, the team should respond off that. Kind of a hit that uh, want to make your team respond. That your thought? Drew Pearson on the sideline with us. Well, I think what it comes down to, Craig, is okay. that hey, hey, when you see somebody disrespect one of your teammates like that, it's a matter yeah. of rallying around yeah. your guys, yeah. getting together and say, "Listen, if they disrespect him, then they disrespect all of us. Let's go and kick their butt." Up, man, take our guy out like that. Oh. Come on, Arch. You with me? 
You with me? Come on. Coach Tillman, Drew Pearson is calling for some kind of a retaliation on that kind of a play by uh, one of the Rage. There's no retaliation. We're just, you know, it's a bad play by them. He does want his team to be fired up. And maybe retaliate in terms of putting some points on the board might be the thought. Richardson, Dargo. Oh, he's got it again. That time was a clean hit by Ricky Bell. Walked Dardar in the back. Well, let's just, let's Dardar just gets up. Let's just be glad for Kirby Dardar, but his daughter is too young and a week old to be able to see the beating her dad is taking today. Illegal shot on the punt return, and then this well-timed shot by Ricky Bell to knock that ball loose. Great shot by Bell. That is just clean football. And after Dino Filiar, the starter early on in the season. Until he got an ankle injury. Hey, Coach, you were on the refs about some of those special teams hit, and then one of your guys goes out and does that same thing. Uh, that, that's not called for. You have to give him the five-yard halo. Uh, it's dangerous, and uh, our guy has to give him the halo. We're talking to him. Uh, we don't coach it, but, uh, you know, the guy was was trying to make a play. But we don't coach it. I don't, I don't uh, condone it by any means. Fair comment from Jalen Hall. Not the typical stick it up for you guy answer you hear from a lot of people. Wally Richardson in trouble. And that's been the problem for the Hitler today. A little too much pressure. And their quarterback not elusive enough to get away from the onslaught from the Orlando Rage. And I guess you can point it. The DL versus the OL, and right now it's the Rage DL winning the battle. And, and you know what's sad about it is, is that in some of these situations that they're getting through on, they're just rushing four. Certainly there are some blitzes. This is a four-man rush up front. Cedric Clark pushes them off. Once you get in there and get contact, you wrap it up, you got to hold on to it to drag that guy down. But, boy, they're just winning the war in the trenches. Well, is cutting again for the hitman. Caldwell is down the fire. Culver at the 40. It's a good return up to midfield. Orlando will take over inside the Hitman 50, leading by 11. Both teams at 2 and 5. The winner would appear to knock out the other team. But if the Hitmen lose this game, it's still a one-game difference even with the loser. More importantly up there, that's the temperature. Are they going to suffer the same way we suffer? Cold. Yes. Luka gets it off cleanly to Michael Black. Inside the 45, he's taken down by Wheeler after a gain of six. Kirby Dardar, the plastic man. Two hits that are going to make the highlight reel for sure maybe all season. You're either, either the bravest guy out there or you got a screw loose, buddy. No, it's all good. I'm just out there doing my job. You know what I'm saying? It takes a little bit more than that to stop me. And I'm coming. I'm coming. Believe me, I'm coming. Word is out. Well, after he took that shot on that punt return, laid there for a second, counted all his legs, got back up to let everybody know he was all right. And he called a reach for it. Incomplete. Incomplete. The coverage by Joey Ellums. Third down. You got it, Right now, though. I thought New York, Bob, in the first quarter had the momentum of the game when Morkerson went in, they had the interception, sort of set it up, the offense didn't do anything with it, and those hits are sort of uh, imposing the will of Orlando now on New York. But you know what's happening now is that the, 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 the Rage aren't making the mistakes. Watch the draw! Not making those mistakes. 
and the, the hitmen are getting to the point defensively where they're too tired to make the play because they are on the field all day long. They're just getting worn out. Oh, there's a big play by Donnie Caldwell. Interception. A good play as he stepped in front of the receiver on man-to-man -man coverage. A flag is down. And a big turnaround type play, the Hitman hope, for New York. We'll see what the flag is. It appeared to come after the flag. Well, the Hitman should have had me say that they've lost uh, their desire to do anything earlier. On the Orlando sideline. Okay, Orlando player. All right, 15 yards. Boom. Might be 15. What number? What number? Zach Dunn. What number? The guy that intercepted 40-something. I don't know. Unfortunate-like conduct. After the interception. Yeah, right. Oh, against New York. Against New York. That'll be 15 yards from the end of the run. First down. Well, we saw Donnie Caldwell spike the ball. I don't know that, you know, I, don't, I mean, that's certainly not a, not a penalty unless you spike it in somebody's face or spike it, you know, hit somebody with it. What? I'm going to talk to somebody. Might have been for the reaction. Yeah, I guess the You're supposed to have a, a free speech in the XFL, freedom of expression. And if it was a... And the refs just don't want to tell us. A spike after the ball. Sportsman like on the returner. That's a shame. That would have set up get another look. Richardson's going to run. Some great field position would have been. Get to the 36. Let's take a look and watch Caldwell because he said it was on the returning player. Let's see. Left side of your screen, you're going to see the interception right there. There's a face grab. For that? Uh, that, if, that if, if he's being penalized 15 yards for that, then that's, that's ridiculous. First of all, he was closed lying down around his neck. Yeah, the guy had his head in his face. And then he, he simply <laughs> spiked it in the XFL. That should be fine. I don't mean fine as in hit him with a, a salary knock. Dardar makes the catch. That's a, that's, oh, that's nothing wrong with that. That's a terrible call. And, uh, and, and, and like I said, I mean, it, it really hurt the, the hit on the Good perspective. Job, that would have been beautiful field position for him. That would have had the ball right about the 48-yard line. Three left. 35. Good. On one. On one. Ready. Hey, Drew. Drew Pearson. Just wondering if you saw the spike after that interception. That seems to be the kind of thing that's encouraging the XFL. And they called 15 yards earlier. They've been spiking the ball all year long, and they decide to call it today. This is the XFL, not the NFL. Let's get it right, officials. That's a tough call, that spot. You get a big play in interception. Well, you know, in, in no situation do you want to get into taunting. You know, you see guys throw balls at people, but that had nothing to do with no. it. There was no, there was I mean, no taunting. They've been doing that all year. Everybody's been doing that exactly. all year. Exactly, exactly. That was just a bad call. They decided to call it now. It's almost like the refs forgot uh, what the logo was in the middle of the field. I mean, it, was, it wasn't even a spike at a player with no. where you could sit to him. Yeah, exactly. I tried to spell it out to him. <laughs> XFL. I have no doubt about that. <laughs> Seven. New York recovering, rolling right, buying some time. All right. Throws it complete. Good job. Good job. All right, this is a drive right here. Drew, take a look at the board there. You'll see the play again. Look up at the board. Here's the play. Drew, at the end of the play here. Watch this. That's a true face mask, 15-yard variety. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. And this has been, that's been happening all year. Here we go, here we go. Third and five, it's a big, it's a big down, big down, come on. 
0 for 6 on third down in this game. That's been a great story. Well, we'll see. Wally Richardson trying to buy time rolling. He's rushing, he's throwing it, and he throws it away. Out of bounds on the pressure from Cedric Clark. He had to get rid of it a little too quick again. Man, he was getting that from both sides. He was getting linebackers and safeties coming from corners coming from both sides. Putting the pressure on him. He has no time in the pocket set up. I told him to tell you, don't listen. Hey, spike again. Receivers, don't get discouraged. It ain't y'all. It ain't the quarterback. He just got no time. Don't get discouraged, okay? Keep working. Go up. Got to deal with the adversity of the bad call. They did move the ball back, got the first down, but they couldn't make the third and five. They're 0 for now, seven on third down. No, fake, Polari. Polari can throw a long pass, throws it, nearly caught incomplete. Off the hands of Mark Tate, and it looked like the ball was catchable, although Bell was covering him. Polari threw the ball a little bit low, but he was covered tight, really nowhere else he could have thrown it. We'll get another look when we return 17-6 and Orlando takes over in great shape. We've had a couple of plays that have been affected by the blowing of a whistle. And, uh, and it has affected uh, Waller Richardson. In fact, uh, a couple series ago was running, uh, looked like they're going to run an option. And they end up stopping the play, but the play counted because it was not one of the rushing whistles. So they're going to find out a little bit more about that. Anyway, the Rage have the ball in the 50-yard after the fake punt attempt, Bob wide open, Burson is over his head, and oh, Ryan Kuklik reaching the top of his head, not for the ineligible man downfield call, but for the fact that he missed the eligible receiver, Yala Burks. Damon, Damon Wheeler fell down, and that was just unbelievable. Watch here. Jersey Burks, Wheeler goes down. Try to get some help over the top, but it comes very, very late. And all, if on target, another score for him. Fifth overall pick of the supplemental draft, Diallo Burks has had a monster season. Second in the league with five receiving touchdowns. Oh, Shea. Good first to the 40. Look at this guy go. Ryan Shea down to the 32. The all-time leading rusher in the history of college football. Yeah. Almost 7,000 rushing yards. What they did on this play is, Frank, uh, they ran a, what they call a dog zone with defensive linemen dropping off into coverage. But as they dropped back, all the momentum was going back. Nobody was there to make a stop on Shane. It was the perfect time for a draw as they run that zone dog. And then you start to, you start to drop defensive linemen off into coverage. Puts him right off the bat in a situation they're uncomfortable. Go to Shea again, and he squeaks free inside the 30. Workerson and back. Brad Trout got a piece of him. I'm coming back. <laughs> Brian Shea tells him, what a big defense lineman. Hey, I'm coming back. Out of Emporia State, I believe that's a division. Six NCAA all division records. Well, granted, not against the, the top Division I competition, but still those numbers are so spectacular. Nearly picked the goal. That's a free ball caught by an 
Hitman intercepted Raybon. Israel Raybon got the interception and for the first time Come on, this year, although created by the secondary, somebody other than the secondary picks up a pass from New Jersey. Exactly. It's a good play defensively. That ball tipped. Uh, Joey Ellis came up, came up, made a nice hit on the play. Ball bounces on up right there. You see Ellis knocking the ball up. And I don't. I know Raybon wanted that ball, but maybe you should have let Joey continue the play. <laughs> He had to go after that one. Lee Raymond's going to hunt down Ray Bowe. the third quarter winding down, 45 Ready, seconds remaining. So despite being outplayed by a long shot, there's still only two scores. Oh, no, that might be picked up, but Pippen is. And it goes right back to Orlando. Off to deflection, picked off. Looks like it was Lewis Winnick who got it. Orlando returns the favor off the Omar Brown deflection just like that. When you're watching here, you're going to see Brown deflect the ball right there in the middle. He makes a good play on it. Brown, the other safety, the free safety. Well, I tell you, if you're going to deflect the ball as a receiver, deflect it down. If you can't catch it, make sure it gets down. Because every time it goes up in the air, it's a jump ball. Saudi met with six years NFL experience as Derek Clark gets a couple of yards. Another one of those guys, salary cap victim, many years in the NFL, mm -hmm. so a guaranteed salary, you know, five, six hundred thousand dollars. He wanted to keep playing football, but he is. And so is Orlando. They lead by 11. Right back. Fourth quarter just getting going. Kuklik is going to pass again. Oh, first, another deflection. This one went back toward the referee, and he nearly picked it off. Flagged down to the play. Was he hit early? Pass interference, number 26 defense. Penalty will be a first down at the spot of the foul. Well, Pass interference we'll give 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 a lot of penalties out there today. It's, some of these ones that get to the point where we actually have to That's wait until the got ref officials in this league that think they are the, the game. They think they're the stars. So, Drew, you think that, that it's just getting a little bit too much? The, guy, the guys aren't being able to play the game? Heck yeah, that was not passing interference. The guy was out in Gainesville and called it. You're ruining the game. Now, warning. On the Listen third, it'll be another. That is it. Listen to this call. You believe that? Crowd now noise warning. Well, let's well, incite well, the crowd a little more. Drew, what was that call? The crowd noise is uh, affecting the game. <laughs> oh, jeez. I think he was referring to the whistles at all. They want TV time. In all, in all respect the to the ref. get all the TV time around here. Kuklik looking for Swain in the front. Find some time. Now he's being dragged down, and he got him. Tim Beauchamp ran that down Kukla. You see that helmet? You see that helmet? Where the helmet come from? See the helmet? I cannot believe it. I cannot believe that call. Who held it on that play? You didn't see that holding? I was watching Kukla. Hey, come on, man. <laughs> Stevie Wonder could see that. Jeez. Well, I think that what's happening, I think as far as the, the crowd noise, I think they're referring again to the whistle, the whistle that's being blown. Now these guys are the worst. They are inconsistent. 
at best. Well, one more time. Bowman, 78. Jesus. Stevie Wonder can call that. Well, you can't hold it, and you, you got to keep the hands up out of the other guy's Wide right open man. Culver. Culver has it down to the 13 before Trout brought him down. Ah! Well, Galen Hall's rage marching a gain of 16. For the Hitman. Well, that was just a wide open play. Culver finds a perfect spot between coverages, between the linebackers and the secondary. So far, he's proven that the ball gets near him today, he's going to catch it. The Atlanta Rage have turned the ball over four times today, but they've gotten away with it because the Hitman have not been able to cash in. Now they need another big defensive play. Clark takes it inside the 10, down to the 8. Derek Clark looked like he twisted his knee a little bit earlier on. Back in the game, it looked like he's uh, healthy. In fact, he's running pretty aggressively. Orlando at Birmingham next week. They're trying to stay a game out in front of the LA Extreme for the, the overall home field advantage. Mm -hmm. If they wind up tied, the Extreme get the edge because of winning the head-to-head -head matchup 31-6 right. last week. Cookbook on the draw. Clark. Met by Vernon Crawford, he got inside the five near the first down, late flag. Another flag down. And there's the holding. This time, Drew Pearson gets the call, along with the hitman that'll back him up. That's a costly play for Orlando. Well, you know, the thing is, that, that holding could be called all the time. 79. The linemen are always making Behind contact. the line of scrimmage, previous five. They're right. always grabbing. Holding, 79 offense. Penalty's 10 yards, previous spot, repeat second down. Sean Love. Sean Love called again. Last week, he was called for a couple of plays, which really shut down the rage running attack. Uh, the, he, asked, he didn't feel the one was a chop block. He, he asked about the call. The ref told him that it was intent. He was oh. intending to yeah, chop block. He was thinking about it. He got him out of an intent to chop block. I don't get that so one. I'm going to have to check the books on that one. Experienced NFL player, parts of seven seasons. Cooper's over the middle. Has Swain. Good ball to the ten. He's going to fly. He got to back to the nine. Nice coverage by Damon Wheeler stepping up against a shifty receiver in Kevin Swain. Bringing up a big third down play. Big third down. It's the game right here, baby. Well, this is going to be the game on right here. Hitman defense to try and stop it because they have been on the field a lot in this game. And uh, they're, they're tired, but this is a time where, as if you are a good defense, times like that, you've got to suck it up and just go after it. Obviously, they love a turnover, but if nothing else, prevent the first down and force the field goal attempt. Let's see. Clark tripped up and stepping up was Damon Wheeler again. A big play, two in a row. For the left cornerback, David Wheeler. Why they would want it to Derek Clark on a counterplay with Derek Clark? I don't, I don't know. He doesn't have the he doesn't have the juking ability to make the cut. But he just he's a pretty much straight ahead runner. And uh, once he uh, was able to get his momentum going, it was way too late. The defenders have already penetrated. 26-yard field goal attempt. Holy oh, close! It's the snap. Taylor's going to go after it, and he's taken down by guess who? Damon Wheeler. 
a huge turn of events. They not only prevent the field goal and the score, they take over at the 40. The Hitman D playing it on a platter again. Good job, the offense responds. Good job. Good job, Deese. Well, it's a guarantee. You come to an XFL game, you have a good time, and certainly the Rage fans lead the league in that category. Their team is 4-0 at home, trying to go 5-0. The Hitman trying to return the favor from week three when the Rage came back in the fourth quarter to beat New York. Aska stopped at the 35, still fighting and plugging to get to the 37, a gain of four after the effort. But can Bob the offense here all of a sudden find something? There are only two scores down. I call two yields. Two touchdowns. Yeah, they're not two touchdowns. It's going to take something special. They're going to have to go back and just throw away whatever the game plan is that they brought to this game today. Now, they started off the, the day looking like they were going to start to open the book up again and start to do run some of the gadget plays. But, the, you know, gadget plays aside, the halfback pass, reverse, things like that, they still got to get the ball downfield. They did it well a couple of weeks ago. they got to do it now. Right now, Orlando's given up the ball four times, and the Hitmen have only been able to get six points off. And they messed up the snap. Potts it on the field goal attack. Omar Brown is shaking up. He ain't got nothing for real. Well, Ask is a pretty big load to bring down. Omar Brown coming in, making the hit. Got him right on the right shoulder. Asker goes 5'11", but he's 247 pounds. Dang. Before breakfast. <laughs> Rusty Tillman said he's been a real spark in the run game for New Jersey. And that guy certainly has been a spark for Orlando and Omar Brown. Galen Hall told me he's the best Ooh. defensive back on the team so far this year. But me and my... Well, he said he got a knee to his stomach, wasn't his shoulder. He'll be okay. So, the Hitmen are at the 37 and running out of time. There's still nine and a half to go. And they need two touchdowns. Richardson, there's one downtown. Flag is down. Dardar might have been pulled by the defensive back, Stephen Fisher. Thanks. Sean Banks is pleading this case Off right now. Off setting foul. Well, it's going to go both ways. Holding. 87 offense. Illegal contact, 56 defense. Those settings will offset. The down will be replayed. Just when you think you got an opportunity, you got a break. Martin's hitting tight end, called for holding. Sean Banks, Orlando hit with the penalty. Well, he was and hit. He's hooked up. He was matched up on that one against Zola Davis. There's no way you want one of your one of your linebackers matched up against a guy with Zola's speed. Rage. They've had an effective day pressuring the quarterback Richardson here. Blitzing again. And the handoff. And Askin ran into. Like Sean Banks stepped up and got him. A loss of one. Well, they ran a counter tray, pulled both backside linemen, delayed the handoff and come up inside, but play up big time. Richardson looking for the Cosmo is covered, and he throws it incomplete. Again, rushed it a little bit. I'm not quite sure what he was thinking about there. You know, I don't know if there's communication. I don't know if they don't know what's going on here. I mean, Wally, uh, DeCosmo's all the way downfield. Wally Richardson throws the ball at about 10 yards. Once again, they've got a situation uh, with a miss with a bad stop in the field goal. They get the ball, and they can't take advantage of it. We're stuck in a time warp because this has been purely representative of the early weeks with New York and New Jersey. 
Under Polari early in the season. Talk to him. Come talk to him. You obviously were talk to him. 2.3 yards per play. Now that's a bad enough. That's a bad number when you're talking about the run game. But when you're talking about run and pass, 2.3 per play Man. ain't gonna cut it. Brutal. Michael Black taken down. Hold on, hold on. 88. The defensive player of the week in week six. After a late interception, preserving victory. The punt is blocked. Where is it? It's around the 30 yard line. And again, special teams comes up with a play for the headman. The defense has done enough today, despite the 17 giving up. But you can't really fault them entirely. Can the offense do something? Here it is again. Taken right off of his foot. Great placement. Great, great visualization. Uh, Damon Wheeler may have got it. May have got it. The, the uh, Rage picks it up, but they still don't have enough yardage there to get the first down. They can pick it up. Cosmo getting credit for the block. Richardson back. Looking in zone. Throwing Garvin open. Touchdown, Mike Archie. Touchdown, Hitman, and they're back in the game. I think we've got to go deep right now. Raleigh Richardson took a shot after he threw that one. He's got to watch that touchdown on the highlights hey, later tonight. Hey, we gotta... But Archie just walked Not away. Way to go, Archie! How did he get go. so wide open? Way to go! Mike Archie just walked away from the defender. <laughs> right there, just walking away from number 24, Ricky Bell, who's had a good day coming up and making some plays, but it's Mike Archie getting the uh, just enough space away from Ricky Bell to make that touchdown catch. Mike Archie with his second receiving touchdown of the year. His fourth overall score. Richardson firing for the extra point. And not a key one with a five-point difference. But sometimes those things just bite you at the end when you don't think so. Five-point lead now for the Rage with 5.07 remaining. The headmen are back in it, finally making a big play. 33-yarder to Mike Archie. They are five down with 5.07 to go. Anthony DeCosmo helps set that up. Nice. By blocking the punt. Nice, nice job of placing his hands right on that football. Save the seven. 15. He's tripped up. And it was DeCosmo who got in and made the play again. Keith Elias, you're an injured guy who was a utility back early in the season. You're here helping with special teams. That punt block, you designed it right before the play, correct? Well, Coach, uh, we had run a punt block earlier today, and we almost got to it. And uh, Coach has turned and said, hey, right up. The same thing we started using last week. And I sat down on the sideline and scribbled up a balanced look. And, uh, and uh, Coach was right. We hit it right on the head. We got the punt block. I guess you Princeton guys are all think you're pretty smart, don't you? <laughs> hey, Rip! Any rocket science. Lance, Lance, Lance! 41 and Go. counting. Is that what he took it first? Too quick. Going over the middle. Complete perks at the 30. Oh, nice tackle. Wheel. Yeah, beautiful tackling. <laughs> Damon Wheeler. You know, I'm sorry. I hate to be so partial to defenses. But when a defender you? comes up. Yeah. Get in the huddle. I know. Get in the huddle. When a defender comes up and just sticks his helmet right in the middle of the guy's numbers and drives him back. 
maybe you missed the number. Okay, right in the bread bag. Keep going. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> Keep going south. I think Arturo, Arturo Gotti took a couple of those shots last night at Austin. Inside four minutes, Wade's trying to turn the clock. Again, Wheeler on the corner made the stop. Tripping up. Well, that makes Ryan eight, Shea. That makes eight tackles today for uh, for Wheeler, for Damon Wheeler. Man, he is having a hell of a day on the outside. Great job of run support. I mean, he's the guy that's got to get up and force the guy either to commit to him or to cut it back inside and let his, let his buddies make the play. Big series here. Three minutes, 25 seconds and counting. Second down and seven. The Hibbert do have their three timeouts. Got to start thinking about that. They have the two-minute warning, but most importantly, they've got to stop the rage from getting one first down. They're going to run. Let the clock keep ticking. They'll bring up the third down play. Well, you know, this is, uh, and once again, I mean, it's up to, this is going to be up to the Hitman defense. They have been put in a tough situation all day with the Hitman offense not being able to get any drives going. The defense has spent all day on the field. You know what? That doesn't matter anymore. They've got to put it all behind them. Everything that lies in front of them is in three minutes and eight seconds. They've got to suck it up and find a way to stop this rage offense from getting even one first down. Hey, so believe me, so believe me, all the touchdowns right. aren't going to come as easy as that last one right. from Richardson to, to Archie. Oh, the Hitman called a timeout, so they have two remaining. We believe the third down numbers in this game, the Hitman are overrated on third down, and the Rage are one for ten. Unbelievable. This is not a cheapy third and six. One of those plays here, I mean, do you have to pass? Do you try and pull him and, and then draw a play, or what? What do you think? Uh, you know, at, at this point, you, you don't want to take too many chances, too, because you know, they're still in that side of the field. Uh, you know, they're going to have to do something like a quick slam, something that's, that doesn't have too much risk to it. And we haven't thrown, we haven't seen any throw any, any quick slams or quick yeah, outs like that. It's uh, a really quick right. hitting pass. So I don't know that we're going to see it right now. Uh, you hate to see the incomplete if yeah, you're the rage, too, to stop the clock. But right. the way they go at it, I wouldn't be surprised if they throw it in. You know, three wide receivers split to the left, trips left. Black is in the backfield. And Kuklik is going to pass. Looking over the middle, has Swain, no first down yet. Diving over there, nice effort, Swain. And it appeared to be good enough to get the first down. Let's see the spot, it's close. Got it? It is a first. On the spot, first down. Oh, that hurts him. That's a good play by Kevin Swain as he bought that with that little extra dive after the catch. Had he come up even a couple of inches short, they would have had to punt the ball. But you know, they, they know and here you see the rim play. He's going to dump it here. Swain is the guy that gets the first down by leaning over to the left. A lot of bodies right there, and he just leaned to get the first down. But a really limited play selection for the Rage now because they're going to want to try and keep this as simple as possible so there aren't any, you know, no problem and no, uh, no chance of them getting a turnover. You see just a nice run inside that is shut down big time by Crawford. Crawford. Crawford stopped him. They have the two-minute warning. They've got one more timeout. So they could still have potentially hey, plenty of time, but Brad. probably no timeouts left if they can stop them on this series. That was damn official. Well, We're going to call timeout. Right after the play. Timeout. Let them know. Don't and they're going to have the two-minute warning. Have them look for you. Veteran smash mouth football player, the Zunk. Larry Zonka, north to Alaska, joined him immediately following the game. For those of you out west, 
go behind the scenes of the ground-pounding drag races on popular hot-rodding television. That's coming up next on CNN. 2.24 remaining. You know, there's a great John Wayne movie called North Alaska, too. Is that right? Yeah. I just watched it last week. Hey, you, you, you taped the movie? Three, 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 224 remaining. It's second and ten. We're hip enough. One timeout left. We're gonna call it. They stop it here. You come out, come out. Great the third down, and then they'll get the two-minute warning as well. But Rays really could be a first down away from cinching this game. That's right. They get the first down, it all changes. They've been throwing. Do you still do it? Yeah. You gotta use the run to use some time. Play action. Good catch there by Ty Talton. Incomplete, and they get the stoppage. By the incomplete pass Boy. that time. And that's a big key. Big key's been off the waste of uh, a uh, timeout. And they still have time above the two-minute warning. Yeah, that's what to get in there. Man, that defense was lined up to come. And they just could not pick it when it brought eight guys. Doesn't start on the spot until it gets inside two minutes. So All right. come here. Show lightning, Luke uh, 22. Ready. The play clock is just about even with It's actually less than the two, but they're going to have to... Well, no, they won't. They only have four seconds left on the two-minute warning on the play clock, so they get a break. To Orlando. Two minutes remaining. Play of the game coming up. Orlando by five. They could grab them with three straight wins, but they weren't trying to secure their spot in the playoffs. Second place right now, very much up for grabs. Stardars at the 30, gets up to the 34. Mash down there. The Hitmen have made a habit of coming back of late. They've won two straight. A week ago, Bob, they did it against Memphis with just nine seconds to go. Yeah, against a good Memphis defense. Right Great there. coming back. Well, they're going to have the time. They've got one minute, 46 seconds to do it. They're going to find some kind of game plan that gets this ball to the end zone. It's going to have to be more than that one play like they did in the last drive to Mike Archie. Hitman were down 15-3 in that game for two fourth quarter touchdowns. Richardson to Davis both times. Albert Mann. He's got a receiver, Michael Guerre. Alexis to stay play. Got to the 42. Clock will keep ticking away. They do have one timeout remaining. Last week, as far as the guy last week, Richardson was 6 of 7 for 64 yards. So he found a way to put together some nice numbers on the way to win. That's it, Four-man rush. Goes kind of wide open. Good job. Takes out of bounds of the 46 of Orlando. It's a first down. The clock stops. And again, they keep that precious timeout. Well, you know what the beauty of this is, too, that the last touchdown was them getting beat deep. They, they overplayed it. Archie got them deep. So now everybody's worried about them getting them deep again. Which is giving them a little bit more room underneath. Yeah, here we go. Listen. Got in their first meeting, Orlando came uh, back in the fourth right. quarter from Base. ball three down. Zero eight, Dolphin. On one, on one, ready. And one, 18, 12 with 15 unanswered. And Hitman. Trying to pay back the range here in a key game with three games to go. Richardson flushed and he throws over Davis' head. He was forced on the play by Andre Purvis, the left tackle. It flicks right. Quick spot left. 
he's aware of that. Four seconds. Three of the play clock. He gets it off. Richardson, little fake. Get in by it. Now he throws. Is that a throw or not? Incomplete. Forward pass. Oh, Richardson taken down. Larry's going to have to come on because Richardson is hobbling off. And Charles Solari, the quarterback the first couple of weeks, what happened here, Bob? Uh, he got, he got a, quarter, a flat of the face of the oh. And when he came down on it, the leg snapped to the inside. Looks like he you may have thrown the lead of lateral inside of his knee. Definitely looked like he may have stretched a little bit. Charles Polari, who does have a good arm, in fact, probably could throw the long ball better than Richardson. The start of the first two weeks really struggled. The clock should not be running here. They're going to have to adjust Incomplete pass. With the timer, please reset the clock to one minute and two seconds. One, zero, two. And Drew, the ref got that one. He's taking out his earpiece so he can't hear us talking. You know, Drew really... What a shame, though, Dennis. You see when he came down to the knee, his knee just snapped to the inside. It was a very, Obviously. very freakish looking. You know, keep that thing running. Wally Richardson, I, you know, don't know the extent of the injury. He's still third. Larry did not throw a touchdown pass in his first two starts. He throws a deep ball there. Archie Martin, he was bumped. Oh, he got bumped. I thought he got bumped as well. No flag. No flag. Fisher on the coverage. Looks like they were both sort of jostling. Maybe one that could have went either way. See, now here's the problem. Larry hasn't had the stamps with his offense. When he took that ball... And he looked downfield. Let's check it at the end there. Left, left, slide right. Oh, well, a little bit of a bump. Probably no call there. Problem is, Polari looked at him at Fisher. Looked at him all the way downfield. Fourth down. They've got to go for it. This is the play. This is it for the Hitman. Oh, the play clock. I see it at zero now. Huddle up. Huddle Don't up. see a flag, though, do you, Bob? No. Don't think so. Come on, hurry up. Hurry up! Looked at the clock at zero and was wondering what happened. He actually had never reset it. So that was going. Left, left, right, all hooks and close. All one on one. Ready? Get the first! Larry's in the shotgun, and this is the ball game for the Hitman. Fourth and ten. Larry in relief. Can he be the hero? Over the middle! Incomplete! Nearly intercepted. Didn't matter. Same result. Great stake over. And that should be it. Kelly Malvo. On the coverage. Melbourne, good concentration. Double win. Polari goes in. He's not loosened up. He hasn't had a whole lot of staff with the offense. They know what happens. For instance, the third down play that he throws. He throws into coverage because he's not looking around. Here, same thing. He's not used to working these guys. He throws into triple coverage. Two guys in the open. same zone. Guy was open and he just can't find it. He had him open on the inside there, Bob. He looked like the convoy was going left, square end maybe, and he was open and instead the pass went the other way. And that, and that comes from taking snaps together, being able to know which way the guy's going to throw the ball. So the Orlando Rage will be able to kill it. The Hitman have a timeout. And the Hitman offense had all kinds of chances for the defense today. They forced some turnovers. It wasn't a spectacular rage effort, but they will take yes, it. Go. A bounce back against the Hitman. 
move to seven and one of the year. The Hitman now with a precarious three and five record. And Bob, something's going to win that Chicago Birmingham game with UPN coming up in just a few minutes. And that team will be tied now with the Hitman for second place in the Eastern Division. So both Birmingham and Chicago very happy about the result here. Go is Jalen Hall. Well, Coach Galen Hall, it was not a pretty game on offense, but you guys got it done. We got it done. Brian got his, you know, his first win. Uh, we made some plays offensively, but our defensive team played well all night. And, uh, you know, we, we win as a team and we lose as a team. And I'm very proud of the way our kids fought tonight, proud of our defense, and proud of the big plays we did make offensively. You got to be real happy with your defense because that was almost a flawless game on their part. Even with all the turnovers, they kept you in the game. Yeah, without a doubt. We can't turn. We were very fortunate to turn the ball over that many times to come out a winner. Our defense played well all night. All right, let's go over to Lee Rareman. Tillman, tough loss, but you got to like how your guys fought there in the fourth quarter. Well, I really did. They fought hard. I think Orlando's a real class football team. I think they did a tremendous job today. And they beat us uh, soundly, but we hung in there, and I am proud of my guys. Well, and, and actually, you may not know this, but Wally Richardson supposedly is at the sprained knee. He'll probably be back. How do you approach the last two games, Coach? I uh, don't know yet. Got to see the films. Uh, I just got to uh, live this one off for 24 hours. What about Chicago next week? Not thinking about that yet, but obviously we got to win. We're still in the hunt. It's a big game for us. Well, setting up the dramatics here, this game... As the Hitman and Ron Murkerson thought he had perhaps the game turner yeah. with the fumble return for the touchdown in, in the first quarter. You talk about the battle in the East. Orlando 7-1 now. The Hitman fall to 3-5. and five. As you said, Birmingham Chicago coming up. But Orlando, the Orlando team really winning. Not, not pretty. Not pretty, I'll say. They haven't really gone out there and dominated. Even in their loss last week, they were shown to be very, very human. And uh, so they, they continue just to go out there and get the win that they need. Now, is that enough to get into the playoffs? Yeah. Is it going to be enough to go through the playoffs? We'll wait and see. Birmingham beat both New York and Chicago. So if they could beat Chicago, then that would put Birmingham in control. They played the Hitman in the final game. So don't forget about that. They've lost four straight. Chicago with a chance to pull even with New York. And those two teams play next week. All the games are within the division in both the divisions during the final three weeks of the season. So it's going to be a great finish. Orlando has pulled in front of the overall home field at 7-1 now. Hey, Brian, I talked to you early in the second quarter. You said you had to settle down. You did. You got some scores. Did you start to feel a little more comfortable out there? Yeah, I felt good. Uh, second quarter, we came out in the second half. and You know, we were sloppy. We got we to gotta fix that. We got to change that. We won the game, but we were sloppy. Last two weeks, a lot of turnovers for you guys. How do you guys get rid of that? Uh, you know, I don't know. I threw three picks today. That, you know, I think it's just unlucky. I got to, you know, I don't know. It's just getting the ball to guys that are open. That's all it is. You'll be able to relax a little bit more next week now that you got one game under your belt? Yeah, you know, my first pro start, and I was excited early. Next week will be a lot better. All right, Frank. The Orlando Rage have clinched the Eastern Division title with two weeks to go. 
They beat New York back with more from the Citrus Bowl in just a moment.